When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The All Blacks have appointed new assistant coaches, so what does that mean for Super Rugby? What does it take to be the toughest fighter on the Fight for Life card? We chat to one of the women breaking new ground for the event and find out what drives her every day. Are New Zealanders open to the idea of the Commonwealth Games coming back to our cities? And Ted Lasso fans will know Richmond FC is having a rough Premier League season, so can they turn it around? In a New Zealand exclusive, we ask the man behind Star Striker, Jamie Tart. Kia ora, I'm Zoe George and this is The Podium, sports news but not as you know it from Stuff. New All Black coach Scott Robertson has named his new assistants, Blues head coach Leon McDonald, Hurricanes head coach Jason Holland and Crusaders assistant coach Scott Hansen for the next four years. The new selections were Robertson's first choices selected on expertise and loyalty. He said they'll have a role in putting the squad together. So the current coaching staff will select it. I'm big on, if you're an expert in the area, you've got to know the, the players that you're coaching. So you, they do the homework, then they, then they've got to present back and sell to to that group, you know, while we're selecting them, um, then you know them um, pretty intimately. New Zealand Rugby Chief Executive Mark Robinson said the organisation is working with Super Rugby franchises who will lose their coaches at the end of this season and will look inside Aotearoa for replacements rather than offshore, but hasn't put a deadline in place for appointments. He said it shows Super Rugby is a good pathway for coaches. A, a really fine testament to the fact that we, we provide great opportunities, not only within Super Rugby, but we've had coaches go off and have some opportunities with overseas teams. The new coaching setup will only take the reins after this year Rugby World Cup in France in September and October. For the first time in its history, Thursday's Fight for Life title fight will feature women, and Kiwi Miyamoto has been described as the toughest fighter on the card. Northland-born West Aucklander Moto Tirawara is fighting for the IBO Super Bantamweight World title against Canadian Tanya Walters. The 33-year-old single mother of five only returned to boxing two years ago and since then has knocked down the competition and won countless national titles. But the road to success isn't always an easy one. Just a heads up, this interview contains references to domestic violence. Kia ora, Mia. Kia ora, thank you for having me. You've been described as you know the toughest fighter on the card this week. How does that feel to be described like that? Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> well... The... <laughs> Uh, I feel lucky like I didn't look at myself like that the toughest fighter but now that I'm looking at it yeah I'm definitely tougher I'm tougher than my teammates too <laughs> some of the guys as well uh, I'd like to see yeah because you you spar against men don't you yeah definitely because it's, it's hard to find female sparring otherwise I have to fight like spar bigger girls but I'm I'm lucky I've got like Erin Welsh who's in my team and Bailey McDonald who's I could get to spar and it's fine, but I need like that extra push and the boys are there for me. Why should women take up the sport? It teaches you to just, it's a basic life. Like it teaches you about life. Boxing's so good for discipline and it teaches you strength and mental health. 
uh, like I'm big on mental health and I literally think boxing's the best for your mental health because it actually makes you realize how great you can be and it teaches you to appreciate you. Is it not was it not terrifying the first time you got into a ring with a man? Yeah, it was terrifying at first because I just saw anger when I was firing the boys like it was more anger and frustration like why are they hitting me because I just saw my abuser when the males but then I overcame it and it actually ended up turning out to be the best for me. Being in that environment has got to be hard and when you go through abuse that whole notion of you know not trusting men it's it's something that really does happen so how did you get that trust back and not only in your in your opponent but also in yourself? It took a it took a while like it took me like a year first to fully like embrace it, but it was mainly through my team and my coach. Like the the men are in our team are really good role models. Like I really look up to all the boys in my team. I'm really grateful for them because like they just every day like they'll they'll like put down comments and be like, "Do you realize how beautiful you are?" Like in a like to encourage my self esteem, which they didn't realize they were doing for me. And then they would just say to me, like, you know, you're really good, Mia, and you're very beautiful. You got a beautiful smile. So they always put that, like, they always gave that encouragement to me. And then my walls started slowly breaking down because they would tell me, like, it's okay to be, if you're failing, you know, like, I could trust them. That And they always, like, made sure that I was always okay. And they would always check on me and I would, I found that really weird and out of my zone. It was quite hard to, like, because I'm not used to it, I would be like, what the heck? Like, can I really trust these guys? And then just every day they just made me feel me. Like, they just, they really made me feel comfortable and that's what I really liked. And then I started dropping my guard and feeling safer. So dropping your guard in the ring Mm. has actually been a, positive thing because sometimes it's not so good right yeah and I'm so stubborn like I had this strong wall that I would not let anyone in like I just couldn't let anyone I wouldn't even let my brothers in I was that scared so yeah my I owe a lot to my team for encouraging me and supporting me and being right by my side all the way this week you were fighting for the title so how many rounds uh, there's 10 rounds, two minutes. Oh, okay. And what's the game plan? The game plan is just, it's always been just focusing on myself and going out there and doing what I'm great at. What's your strength? You know, do you, do you have a mean uppercut or what's your, what's your go-to move? Oh, my go-to move, I have to say everything. Like, <laughs> I literally can't fault myself on anything at the moment. I think I'm fast, strong. I've got the footwork. I have everything. I've got the head movement, so yeah, those are all my strengths, everything. The Fight for Life is on Sky Sport tonight. It's the Phoenix's final game of the regular A-League football season against bottom-of-the-table MacArthur in Australia on Saturday. If the Knicks win, they're into the playoffs. But the last time the two sides played, the Knicks lost. And there's been a few wobbles over the last few weeks with the side losing the last five games, the most recent 4-0 to Western Sydney. Goalkeeper Ollie Sale described it as one of the worst performances from the side in a long time. So what's happened and can the Knicks get their mojo back this week and secure a playoff spot? 
ora, Ollie. Welcome to the podium. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. What's going on? Yeah, look, we've uh, we've obviously stalled um, and and fallen at the final few hurdles, but um, the beautiful thing is we have have a an opportunity to secure our own future, and, and it's all in our hands. But also, it's exciting. Uh, you know, you want to play in games where there's there's things on the line and and there's pressure because you know pressure's a, a pleasure. Um, when you've earned the right to, to be the one that's wearing the jersey and, and carrying the burden on your shoulders, it's it's a pleasure to have that, and um, we're really excited. You've signed with uh, Perth Glory, and did you know that Talley, the coach, was was leaving when you signed for Perth, and did that help influence your decision-making? I'd be lying if I said that him not staying was the main reason um, for me not staying. Um, obviously, it influenced my decision because um, I have a good relationship with him and I enjoy playing under him, but... It certainly wasn't the main main reason for me departing. Um, it may have been for other players. I, I can't speak for them, but uh, at the time, yeah, I did have a good uh, understanding that he would, we you know, he wasn't contracted here, and it might be unlikely. But it, it didn't really influence my decision, to be honest. Okay, score prediction for the weekend. What's it going to be? I'm thinking two nil. I think I think um, we've got Oscar in fantastic goal scoring form, and then it's about time we picked up another clean sheet. So hopefully, when the pressure's on, I can come up with the goods. Do you watch Ted Lasso? I do. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a for me. I don't watch a lot of football related shows or anything outside of watching actual football. But I've I've really enjoyed the show. It's it's a good comedic take on on everything. Is it semi true to life for you? Um, I don't know. It's there are there's certainly aspects that are that that are uh, real. Um, but like I said, obviously it's it's comedic and it takes things in a, in a light sense. And there's yeah, it's, it's pretty funny and and it make it brings to light some of the it makes light of some of the more serious situations in our world and, and sometimes kind of puts things in perspective and allows you to step back and go, look, it's, it's part of life and, you know, we obviously it's, a, it's do or die for us, but um, for others it's a chance to just, you know, they get to pay to watch us and, and hopefully bring enjoyment to their lives. So it, it puts things in perspective really nicely. Ollie, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. The Phoenix play MacArthur at Campbelltown, 7pm New Zealand time, Saturday night. And Ollie also gave me a question to ask his favourite Ted Lasso star. Hang around for that a bit later in the show. There's a real chance the Commonwealth Games could be coming back to New Zealand, but not for another 10 years or so. We love our sport, but do we love a big event like this on home soil? Dr Melody Johnston from AUT has been researching the viability of New Zealand hosting the Com Games. Kia ora. Kia ora Zoe. So what's the verdict? Can we do it? Ooh, uh, I mean, I I think we can. I think, I think we've had some great success. You know, the Rugby World Cup really put New Zealand on the map in terms of desirability and a great place to host events. Um, we've seen, you know, these Women's World Cup events almost um, completed and we've had great support for those events. So I think it's the right time for New Zealand to be looking at such an event. And you've been researching this since is before COVID. So this has been an ongoing piece of work for you. What's that research look like and what's been the response from some of those that you've interviewed about this? Yeah, so we went out and we asked residents of both Auckland and Christchurch, so previous host cities and rumoured to be potential host cities in the future. We went and asked residents... Um, whether they support the hosting of the Commonwealth Games in their region and what kind of impacts they think it would have on them both personally and within the community. And and basically, overall, there was a vast majority of both Auckland and Christchurch residents who were supportive of hosting, so more than 80% 
no real differences between um, the two cities. And and some of the kind of things that um, they thought would be the biggest impact was up to 90% um, thought that there would be positive economic impacts um, on them personally, as well as the community. Then it was um, showcasing the region and it was a sense of pride in, in the country. So those were kind of the top three um, things that they thought would be the most positive um, benefit and impacted their support for um, hosting the event. Were there any concerns, though, from these people? Yeah, sure. I mean, we know we know hosting uh, major sport events such as this level um, come with challenges. I mean, the cost is obviously the most um, most significant one, and so these changes to... Um, the model of hosting uh, is well received, but some of the um, impacts were um, an increased um, increase in prices. Um, now this was done in 2019, so you can I can just imagine that that um, nowadays with this you know cost of living crisis we're in at the moment, I'm sure that would be even more of a concern. But so 65% thought that increased prices. Um, would be um, significant. And then and similarly, 64% that there would be um, a disruption to daily life, particularly Aucklanders. Um, we Aucklanders know that just day-to-day living is quite disruptive um, in terms of traffic and um, you know road closures and so forth. So I think um, that likely would see an increase as well. Mel Johnston, thanks so much. <laughs> thanks so much, Zoe. In Premier League, Richmond FC has been in a slump following newly signed striker Zava deciding to retire and a rather brutal match against arch-rivals West Ham with their new coach Nathan Shelley, formerly of Richmond. But hopefully a trip to Amsterdam has helped shake off some of the cobwebs and will put the Greyhounds on track for victory in the second half of the season. And for those who are cottoned on, Richmond FC is the team at the centre of Apple TV Plus's number one fish-out-of-water hit show, Ted Lasso, which, if you haven't watched yet, is utterly delightful and covers not only football, but some important issues relating to sport and life, from mental health to sexual identity. Earlier this week, I caught up with Phil Dunster, a.k.a. Richmond's star striker Jamie Tart, to find out what the rest of the football season has in store for the team, but started with this. The first question comes from professional footballer All White, that's the New Zealand men's football team, and Wellington Phoenix goalkeeper Ollie Sale, who says Jamie Tart is his favourite player. Wow. Ollie Ollie wants to know if you enjoyed playing a villain in the first season where everyone disliked him, which Ollie says comes as part of being exceptionally good, and whether the way you play is transitional to you as a person. Bit deep and meaningful there from Ollie. (laughs) It's exactly me. That's just who I am. Just everybody hates me. It's very easy to play, actually. Um, (laughs) No, it's sort of the I think it's, it's, I think a lot of actors like playing the, that person because it's just, it's fun to play with. But also it's the way that he was that guy. He was, it's because he was just really honest mm. about how he felt and how he felt wasn't necessarily like a good or uh, helpful thing to anybody else other than himself. But like, I don't know, I kind of loved that about him that he was just, he was just an assertive person, which I am not. <laughs> oh. um, and, uh, and, but but also I think that there is like, you know, you try to find things um, from your own life and your own experience that you can draw upon. And, you know, there, there are parts of Jamie that we have a, a small Venn diagram crossover where um, 
you know, he's, he's trying to learn to be a more emotionally progressive person, whether he would call it that or not. I don't know if he would, but, um, but I, that's, that's great to hear. It's Ollie from Ollie, is it? Yeah, Ollie Sale. So all white and Phoenix goalkeeper. I'm, they're not doing so well at the moment. If they lose this week, they're out of the A-League playoffs. Oh man, listen, I'm, my team, AFC Wimbledon, are also not doing very well. So we're kindred spirits. Um, I am quite enjoying Jamie's development and, and emotional intelligence, actually, actually quite inspiring growth. And he's stepped up as a team leader and he's got this blossoming friendship with Roy Kent. How important are male positive male friendships? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's sort of one of the huge things about the show, um, which I think, you know, if I'm if I may be so bold as to say, I think the show does really well. It doesn't feel like it's just a shallow friendship. It feels like it's built on a lot of turmoil and they've come through a lot. Uh, they've started to listen to one another and learn from each other, which I think is the bedrock of any sort of, you know, friendship or relationship, whatever it may be. And you know, I think that that we see, you know, it's it's a male-dominated uh, room, that locker room, and there are lots of different ways to sort of traverse that. Some of it slightly more heightened from reality than than others, but at the core of it, um, you know, there are these these guys, and particularly of all those people in season one, you wouldn't think that they would come together and be friends, but. Um, Love finds love, a way, guys. Love, love finds a way. a way. Well, will love find a way for Richmond? Can Richmond turn it around? They must face West Ham again. How are they preparing for the second half of the season? Hopefully not getting quite as angry this time. They're probably <laughs> not going to sharpen their studs again. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they, they're a couple of, uh, there's some really, actually there's some really fun training uh, pre preparation for, for those games to come in the series. Um, and in very sort of idiosyncratic Ted Lasso ways. Um, so yeah, they're, they're, there's, there's, there's some good bits to come. For and is this the last season for Jamie Tart at Richmond? I don't know. You tell me. If you know anything, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> well, are you coming down to New Zealand for the Football World Cup in July? Uh, yes. I'll, I'll, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, sure. Why not? I'd love to. I'd love oh, to. Well, sweet is. Well, you know, I can pick you up from the airport. It's totally fine. Great. Okay, I'll see cool. That. I'll absolutely hold you to yeah. it. Phil Dunster, Jamie Tart, <laughs> lovely chatting with you. Thank you so much. What a treat. <laughs> bye, bye bye. Cheerio. Ted Lasso is now streaming exclusively on Apple TV+. And that's The Podium. I'm Zoe George, and on behalf of our guests this week, producers John O'Williams and Philippa Tolley, and sound engineer Connor Scott, thanks for listening. Drop us a line and tell us who's your favourite Ted Lasso character at thepodium at stuff.co.nz. Until next Thursday, kakete anō, go well. Prepare for an unfiltered journey through the harsh realities of infertility. My name's Nadine Higgins. I'm a broadcaster, a journalist, and I've been trying to make a baby with my husband. That's me. I'm Dan. And we reckon infertility is lonely enough without making it a dirty little secret. In The Human Race with Dan and Nadine Higgins, we share raw and unvarnished stories of couples who have faced the brutal truth of infertility. Unless you've been in it, it's, it's really tough and really lonely. Yeah, and also, this is really weird, but baby showers, you don't need to open the presents in front of everyone. Confronting the harsh reality that not every story has a happy ending. This very blunt, 
abrasive doctor who I had, you know, had not seen before, who delivered the news, just like, you'll probably never have a natural period again and you'll probably never have a baby. The Human Race, where we share the untold stories of couples in the race of their lives to create a life. I feel like I nearly missed out and I got to do it. And so I feel really lucky. So it's been incredibly positive. Listen today at stuff.co.nz slash thehumanrace or wherever you get your podcasts. The Human Race is proudly brought to you by Elevate.